Good morning, all, and Jay Sadgurudev. Before we begin this session, I would bow down and offer my prayers to the holy feet of Lord Sadgurudev. Please join me by closing your eyes. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwaraha, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma, Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha. Welcome. to yet another awaited session of our weekly sunday satsang i'm tanuja and have joined this bridge line from pennsylvania in the current times our day to day life always goes busy in fulfilling our physical and mental requirements and social responsibilities in this fast paced routine life the requirements of the soul is often forgotten So first of all I congratulate each one of you on board for taking some time from your busy schedule and meeting us on this bridge line to fulfill the requirements of our soul. Let's get started first by welcoming our Sadguru Dio to bless this occasion by reciting the Swagat Gaan. I request Neetu ji to start the session with the Swagat Gaan. Thank you Tanuja ji. जय सतगुरुदेव एवरीवन आज स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर संत शुभागम आई अध्यात्म विद्या दिव्य ज्योति सोम रस बरसाई दोष दुर्गुण दूर करके शुद्ध हंस बनाई भेद गम गति ज्ञान गर्जन शक्ति द्वार हटाई खुले द्वारा शब्द सागर भक्त जन अनवाई जन सदा फल विश्व शिक्षक शान आन बचाई आज स्वागत नित्य गुरुवर संत शुभागम आई बोलिए सतगुरुदेव भगवान की जय ओवर टू यू तनुजा जी थैंक यू नीतू जी आवर नेक्स्ट प्रेयर टू हिज होलीनेस इज द मंगल गान Let us immerse ourselves in his thoughts and pray to him to eradicate differences and ills among among various classes communities and sections and have universal peace let this earth be a heavenly place with plentiful bliss prosperity and peace i would again request request neetu ji to sing this beautiful composition thank you tanuja ji विश्व शांति नाम मंगल प 
परम गुरु को ध्याई वर्ग द्वंद्व अशांति दूर कर भाव भेद मिटाई सार्वभौम समष्टि सत्ता ध्यात्म राज बनाई भेष भाषा भाव जग में ज्ञान पर दर्शाई समृद्धि सुख शांति धरातल स्वर्ग भूमि बनाई विश्व शिक्षक जन सदाफल नीति स्वर अपनाई विश्व शांति नाम मंगल परम गुरु को ध्याई बोलिए सतगुरुदेव भगवान की जय ओवर टू यू तनुजा जी थैंक्स अलॉट नीतू जी फॉर पुटिंग फॉरवर्ड द सोलफुल वर्ड्स ऑफ स्वागत गान एंड मंगल गान अक्रॉस नाउ लेट्स मूव फॉरवर्ड टू द टू वंडरफुल क्वेश्चन वी हैव फॉर टूडे द फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज हाउ डू आई नो आई एम with pure mind or impure mind i would request raj ji to put some light on this question over to you raj ji thank you tanuja ji and a very good morning to everyone i'd like to wish everyone happy deepavali it's the occasion which uh, it's a event which went and first of all i'll going to offer my prayer to the lotus feet of the master bar bar vandana karun sad guru dev hamar yahan wahan sab tham mein mahima aparam par शरण शरण में शरण हूँ हे गुरु बंदी छोर मोहिबारो हे गुरु यह सो बार निहूर दिस ऑल नॉलेज ऑफ ब्रह्म विद्या विच वी डिस्कस वी आर डिस्कसिंग नाउ डेज बाय means of swarved is brought or revived by sadguru sadapal dev ji maharaj that's why we always offer a salute to him we bow down to him for bringing us this beautiful knowledge of brahma vidya in so easy way he wrote his experience he wrote all the knowledge in the book named swarved so in that he talks about the mind 
its state of pure and impure. He wrote in Surveyed, Sudh Asudh Dobhed hai Manhi Avastha hoi Indrina Yukt Asudh hai Sudh Som Ras hoi. The meaning of this Doha is there are two states of mind. Mind is pure and impure. When the mind flows our energy, the soul's energy into this world <clears throat> with the help of sense organs and it is completely uncontrolled, then the mind state is asud, means it's not a pure state, it's impure. And when it is behaving and it is controlled and it is behaving under the complete you know, guidance of the soul, which has reached the state of consciousness, at the, like a self-realization, you can say, then the mind starts behaving the way the soul wants. And that is the state of mind is pure. It is like you have a dog at home and that is right now uncontrolled. I mean, we have seen like uh, all examples, like a dog or like even a horse. If a new horse you brought from uh, like a jungle, you caught him and you tied, uh, you put him inside. It is not controlled. It will be like a running here and there. Once it will be here, jumping here, you can't control. You cannot sit on him. So our mind's state is currently that. If we look more depth, what it means is mind is driving us from one subject to another subject. Whichever things, like whenever our sense organ uh, gets attached to there, any subject, any subject, all our sense organs are open. Uh, we have five sense organs and they are all open. And whenever they get close to their subjects, they drive and the mind takes us into that. Let's say some good music is coming. Your ear will catch it and then you start listening it. If anything uh, nice, uh, whatever you want to see, those kind of things are coming, you will go there. If there is a like a tasty food is coming, which you like, it will go there. So currently it is driving us. And into like all the pleasures in it's driving us into the pleasures there momentarily. But what a soul need is a stable, everlasting peace, not like a, into chunks, like momentarily things. But right now, the only way for it to, you know, enjoy the uh, or experience the uh, happiness is mind. Because that is the only connecting link. It is only like it's basically it's a connecting, but right now it's like a driving our consciousness, our our awareness into this uh, world. And that is why what happens is we wanted to always, you know, our our uh, inside uh, eagerness or our inside actions are 
towards that only towards enjoying that uh, momentarily uh, fruits only and what happens after some time then your things changes again your mind changes or your goal changes so it keeps on moving and that's where like we feel happiness and sorrow and everything goes and it keeps us engaged into this world but if the same mind we control it and take it to its origin from where it is came out then what happens mind becomes completely calm actually in that state mind even dissolves into its origin so it reaches to its home and becomes calm so we all know like if if you are roaming throughout the world but finally the peace what we get when we reach to our home is completely different because you know that is the place you can go and rest all other place you cannot stay for that long the home is that's the thing it holds where you can go and take rest so the mind is in vibrant nature he wants to go to its home it's not finding the way we are not letting him also so in adhyatma in spirituality we all talk about calming the mind controlling the mind but it cannot happen unless until we take it to its origin from where the mind has started and when with the technique of brahma vidya we take the mind to that place that zone the mind dissolves it becomes completely calm no no mind there and the soul becomes free when you get that much of control on your mind to that whenever you want you can take it to its home you get that much of control and after that the mind becomes as a very obedient servant after that whenever you want to do your work into this world when you want to interact it will interact only whatever is needed now your sense organs now your mind is not driving you oh no can i can i watch this can i take this can i eat this i see like many kids i mean if you give them uh, something uh, to play a toy they will play for a moment after that uh, they need something different because they want to grasp more where into this nature they will see any new thing they will run for that that's how our mind is driving us from one thing to another thing in this world and that is stopping us from enjoying the everlasting peace it is it is always keeping us into engrossment this world so that's what sadgurudev is saying that mind has two state so our current state when mind is completely vibrant and it's not controlled then it is the state of impurity impurity doesn't means like uh, getting uh, you know uh, bad thoughts or you know uh, always uh, your mind is involved in uh, bad actions or something no the impurity means is 
the mind is attached with this world it is it's its flow it is flowing our energy into this world always and that is why the soul is always into the suffering it goes into the suffering of the cycles of birth and death a yogi when reaches to the state of purity what happens to him he enjoys the fruit of this world also and in that state it's one its consciousness is always outside of this nature the the the, the boundary of prakriti it's always outside that there is a state when your sushmana nerve awakens and uh, the soul uh, reaches the state of sushmana teeth after that even at higher stage uh, in vihangam yoga if i say uh, from stage 1 to uh, and 3 all are in prakriti within the uh, range of prakriti and after third stage which, which is the boundary where like you have a kundalini awakening when the soul moves, uh, the consciousness moves beyond that door into the conscious zone. After that, even uh, like uh, further, if it's not able to, you know, stabilize itself, it, it doesn't always, you know, fall back into prakriti and your doors close, and it's not like that you always stay in that zone and from there you work right now inside it's completely darkness you know if you close your eyes you don't know where you are in this body but and when you reach to those state that state of consciousness you know where you are and from that higher conscious zone you whatever you want you drive your mind to work and that is why vika mind is working as your complete servant so that is the state we have to reach and that's where uh, in normal sense all of us uh, we is still into the state with mind as an impure impure mind and uh, only a yogi who reaches to a state when he dissolves his mind into its origin then after that your mind becomes pure so then he leaves all his uh, you know vibrant nature all his anything he don't disturb my uh, your soul anymore he just follow the guidance whatever the soul needs and after that the 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 yogi his uh, whatever he wants he performs his action in the world and he's you know parallelly enjoying the uh, happiness and bliss which is you know uh, like kind of ever which is everlasting it, it doesn't um, going to your um, enjoying the fruit now it's not in search of fruit the happiness in this world because this world is you know transient you don't get happiness uh, everlasting happiness here if we are searching that over here it's our mistake so the, the source of happiness is somewhere else and once the soul reaches then its search stops ends there it ends 
if our search is still there when we are for happiness again and again then still we have not reached that state so for a yogi when he reaches that all search ends so that is the state of a pure mind and uh, that's what we have to reach so what we should do we should start following some practices which can make us or enable us or like um, empower us to take our mind to that but to take the mind to its origin is actually a very difficult task we cannot achieve that without the help of a master who is beyond that point and he can pull us to that region i mean it's something uh, i can uh, i mean uh, imagine or it's uh, my own uh, you know experience also like you when you are into uh, like you know dirt mud mud and everything somebody has to you know pull you out but who the person himself has to be outside if he is also inside that you cannot that is uh, hindi we call it as daldal i mean it's a it's a slippery mud where like you keep going into even if you uh, like try hard you go more so it's something like that unless until you have a support outside so that is how the nature is as much you put your energy over here to search happiness you get more attached or more uh, you know uh, bondage or like uh, tangled over here so that's why the sadguru dev said that we have to try to reach to the state when we get that everlasting bliss we all should do that it is it is a you know it's actually a task for all of us human that is what the motive or the purpose of our human birth so that's what we should be attaining uh, from the impure state of mind to a pure state impure state doesn't mean that uh it's all like a bad thoughts bad things no even if it's a good thought also but it is keeping you engaged or uh, like you know uh, again again to take the fruit of that um, action or anything you have to again take the birth so that is the search the quest of happiness which is not ending we have to take ourselves to that goal so yeah i think uh, that's all uh, is the state so we have to move from a impure state to pure state over to you tanuja ji thanks raj ji for explaining this question in such simple words lalmani ji would you also like to add your thoughts here uh first of all thank you tanuja ji um, i i would uh, definitely appreciate your hosting this is a very nice uh, you know hosting that you're doing so thank you very much and uh, before i say anything i would like to offer the prayer to the holy feet of sadguru dev oh 
again Tanujaji for giving me this opportunity to say something on pure mind and impure mind. I think uh, Raji has very beautifully explained the difference between the two in a very simple word. And as he quoted in the beginning, Surveyed Doha, where it talks about uh, the two different states of a mind, pure and impure mind. I think uh, in order to understand the state that the mind that we possess, the mind that we have right now, the mind we are working with as of now, is it a pure mind or it is impure mind? In addition to what uh, Rajkumarji has said, which is, I think, uh, he already explained everything. There's nothing much left. But uh, I would just say that if you want to know whether you are with a pure mind or impure mind, you can start you know, I, I would like to give one analogy, in fact, probably that would give a very better clarity. So when you are, just imagine that it's it's a dark night. You are walking down the street. There's no moon in the sky. Rather, it is a cloudy night. All around, there are black clouds. There is no presence of moon, no presence of any stars. 
but you are walking down the street there is no other light there is no source of any light when you are walking down the street it's very difficult to walk you don't know where you are heading maybe in between sometimes some kind of uh, because of the drizzling effect you might be able to see for a moment when the thunderstorm comes it might give you, gives you the glimpse momentarily where you are heading but again thunder is not always showing you the path and on the other hand whatever thunder appears in the sky is also not very positive so pretty much if you try to analyze yourself the thoughts that are appearing the thoughts that comes to us and if you try to analyze that in spite of doing all nice work we are attending different types of puja we are doing mantra chanting even we are attending satsang you would notice that sometimes the thought comes so demeaning in nature that we get surprise is it really how i am thinking how mean i am there would be a time when your thoughts are great very good for yourself very good for the society very good for the nation but at the other time it will be so demeaning in nature that you get surprised is it really the way i should think why so the answer is that that indicates that we are still with the impure mind ashuddha man and at that moment our mind is always controlling our organs sense organs organ of actions and that is why 
not only just thought but many a time our actions are also demeaning in nature and later on we repent why did i do that i should have not done it so as long as we are in that state where our thoughts are not disorder free our actions are not favorable to soul our life is not peaceful our mind is not obedient that means we are still under the influence of impure mind so i just wanted to add this uh over to you tanuja ji thank you very much thanks for the detailed explanation lalmani ji the other question we have is how does it affect me i would again request raj ji to please answer this question thank you tanuja ji for uh, giving me the opportunity for this question yeah it's a uh, it's a very good question so you know uh, it's a saying that man ke jeete jeet hai man ke haare haar means if we have won our mind if we have uh, you know controlled our mind and uh, dissolved it in its region in its zone that is you know our victory why because the mind is the entity which is the cause for bondage as well as it is the cause for our liberation from this world so the mind itself is uh, you know when it is controlled and uh, uh, in the uh, in the pure state it the same mind leads us to the liberation because it now do not uh, you know flow your energy or like uh, trap your energy into this world so with this one statement we can really understand that if it's a state in impurity your mind will always try to trap you into the subjects of this world uh and that will lead to more karma and again and again birth and uh, the the problem is with that is our current state we do not even have our you know knowledge itself it's like you are completely into dream and you forgot your own identity so that's a simple thing like when you dream what happens like you actually forget that you are a big body and uh, like uh, there is a something a difference like your other feelings and um, uh, the way you control your things it's different but in dream it is completely different it actually drives you what not you don't even sometime you know um, uh realize and uh, many times the dream comes is like 
it becomes uh, very scary also and i mean the dream goes kind of uncontrolled it's the same way it's happening it's just like a dream and without knowing our identity we are just somebody is driving us and we are just running uh, uh, with that energy with that uh, entity so wherever it is taking us we are going there and in that even if you want or you don't want if it takes you to a path where you have to suffer the fruit whether or where all the fruits are like with pain you have to take get the pain so wherever you do whatever actions you have done which if its fruit is going to lead you into pain you will get pain you cannot escape that so that is why uh, like uh, this impure mind uh, affects us it keeps you tra trapped and you again goes into the you know sufferings and all like a pain and fear whereas your nature the true nature is like a free it's like a you know a fish which is freely can move in the complete ocean by leaving that state what are we now we are just trapped into a body which can't even you know uh, to go far distance it needs a vehicle so you are so much you know trapped you are even trapped that you can't even sit for a more like a uh, some duration of time ideally even if you sit your mind will run you are even that much you know uh, bounded so it's not letting us to just even silently sit also so we that much of uh, uh, are in trouble we are so it is not leaving you for even a moment because if that happens you will be able to see yourself it's not even leaving you for a moment your your energy your conscious energy if that gets firm then you will see yourself then you can experience yourself but it's not even letting that happen it's always driving you and that's why this mind is the biggest enemy of us so till we uh, i mean control our mind uh, and make it pure this is gonna happen and it keep happening from many many births so th that is why we should always uh, i mean whenever uh, that's why all the saints sages when they came they all is let, telling us that wake up and start practicing the technique of brahma vidya to control your mind to take it uh, uh, to know yourself who you are actually so when uh, that happens everything becomes you know easy after that it is everything becomes uh, um, under under your control and since now you will not uh, uh, become uh, you know things will happen in this nature but you will not get disturbed <coughs> it will any <coughs> sorry it will give you that much of uh, uh, capability 
So that's why uh, it's always said that control your mind. Even um, uh, from childhood, uh, I have I'm hearing that yes, uh, for a kid also he has to focus to even do the study. Uh, so we sh we all should try that. If not, then uh, that is uh, our current state. Whatever we are, and with our current state, we are already aware, uh, pretty much. Um, uh, and we are well aware of that. And if this will keep continuing, we'll again start from a small kid birth and then go to a old age and again will die and again will come back and do the, the same thing. So we have to put a stop to that. And that can only happen uh, because um, of this uh, mind. It is our friend also, it is our enemy also. So right now it is our enemy. Why don't we make it as our friend? It is a, it's a very closest to us. So let us try, put some effort every day to make it our friend. That's all uh, the message I want to say for uh, this uh, uh, question, uh, that let us all make our mind uh, as our friend. Thank you. Very well explained. Thank you once again, Rajji. Lalmani ji, would you also like to add on here? Thank you very much, uh, Tanuja ji. Um, and again, I think uh, Rajji has covered almost uh, this question in entirety. But um, I would just like to give one. Uh, you know, uh, event that occurred to me, I actually bought a bag of uh, charcoal from Costco. And uh, when the bag was almost empty, when we used the charcoal completely, the bag was very nice very firm you know it was although a paper bag but very strong study and uh, i thought to make use of it but since it was very dirty inside i thought uh, first to clean that uh, you know the the coal which was stick on the wall of uh, the bag inside what I did, I just took some napkin in my palm and I tried to wipe off using that napkin. So all I did was I, my, I put my hand inside the bag with some napkin in my palm and try to dust off, try to wipe off the walls, inner walls. While I was cleaning the bag, when I I was almost, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I, I thought that, okay, it looks like uh, I was able to clean it with the napkin. I took out my hand. And when I took out my hand, I was really surprised to see my hand. 
what surprising thing was that although i was trying to clean the inner wall of the charcoal bag through the napkin some of the black coal was stick to the napkin but there were some coals which not only to the uh, the palm side but even on the back side of the palm on the other side of my hand i, I saw they somehow stick to my hand and almost my hand was pretty much dirty eventually i had to wash my hand with the soap the sur the surprising thing was that i was under impression that since i'm trying to clean with the napkin so only napkin would become dirty not my hand but when i took out my hand i saw along with the napkin my hand also become dirty on the other hand i see the example that when i was a very very small child uh, back in the village i i used to remember and i'm pretty sure you know those who who are uh, of my age probably might have seen that we used to see that a perfume seller used to come to our village and he used to sell the perfume he used to you know go to every street and try to sell the perfume the good thing about that perfume seller was that even if you don't buy anything if you just go closer to them you would still enjoy the good smell of perfume and the similar case was with the perfume seller as well perfume seller does not use to apply any perfume to himself he used to just sell the perfume but just being in the close vicinity of the perfume seller we used to enjoy that beautiful smell so with these two example what i'm trying to illustrate here is that when we are with the impure mind which represents the first illustration that i gave then even if you try to dust it off with some tools some technique don't just assume that you are able to clean it rather many a time it will bounce back and hit you somewhere else so when we are in impure with the impure mind not only it affects our thought it affects our action it affects our karma it affects our birth it affects our destiny there are many things that we even can't imagine that gets affected 
because of impure mind. On the other hand, when we are with the pure mind, it not only represents you as a pure soul, but also you become helpful for others, for the society, for the nation. So whatever feeling that we to help other, to do seva, to help the nation, to help the country, to help the society, it always should start with person with a pure mind. Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj has written several books and he has quoted even that the nation's leader should be always as pure as they can. And he has given different guidelines also. So in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is that we all should strive to become the soul with a pure mind. And the best way, the easiest way to achieve that is to follow the guidelines of Sahaja Yoga, Brahma Vidya Yoga, Vihangam Yoga, Meena Marga, whatever you call it. That is the easiest way. That's why it is in fact called Sahaja Yoga. The easy way to achieve that. We all know that uh, when the leaders of the nation, of the country is corrupt, then the future of the nation, of the country is also in danger. Same way, right now, with impure mind, the future of this body, the future of the soul is in danger. And we need to be very, very attentive we need to take very strict action to transform this impure mind to the pure mind. Then only, not only for this soul, ourself, but for others, it becomes helpful. It becomes, you know, favorable to others and create their bright future, bright destiny. So that's all I just wanted to add. Thank you very much, Tanujaji, for giving me this opportunity to answer this question as well. Thank you. Back to you. Thank you, Lalmaniji. Again, very well explained here. Now I would request our audiences to unmute their phone for the discussion session and come forward with any questions or comments that you may have. Our experienced team will surely try to answer it. New members may use this opportunity to introduce themselves. The floor is now open. I guess the talk scripts were lucid and clear enough, leaving no, no scope for any doubts in our minds. Tanujanji, um, Tanujanji, can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear. I guess there is one question in chat box. Oh, sorry. Uh, for some technical reasons, I'm not able to view the chat box. Uh, do you be able to read the question? Sure. So, question is from uh, Tajinderji. Uh, he is asking uh, if you have reached the goal of controlling the mind, can you still be as successful as when mind is controlling? Since then you have no desire for money or success as a political leader or company head since sometimes they require dealing with all kind of people. Is it not tough? Can you achieve this control in younger age? Is it that practical in real life to say like Kamal in mode? So this question is pointing to Rajji. Yeah, thank you, uh, Tajinderji, and, and that question. So, when we say like controlling mind, first of all, it doesn't mean that after that you are not uh, like you become like an idle person. You don't do be doing anything. No, you cannot stay without any actions. And if we do that, that is also not uh, correct um, because a yogi, whenever as like Lal Maniji also said that whenever a yogi reaches to that state, all its actions becomes, you know, for the welfare of all the humans and society. So a, such a, a person in that state, it's not uh like things becomes tough for him it actually becomes more you know easier for him because a person reaching to that state if i um like a uh, take in a very uh you know easy um understanding things first of all he gets a very easy time management there are a lot of good qualities which actually comes to him uh chama dhair, uh, uh you know uh shant uh, all those qualities uh, automatically comes to him now whatever decision he takes it's also uh actually towards the helpful of the society it's not derived its decisions are now not derived or uh, you know um affected by uh, any uh, other like you know uh, impurities of this world he he will be able to like you know uh, put up your thought and do the actions so it's not like uh, for such a yogi it, it is very tough uh, it actually uh, becomes very easy and uh, it is uh, i can say like it uh, you uh, it is very much uh, you know um, towards the well-being of all of us his actions his uh, uh, thoughts that's why um, even um, you know uh, if you look at the very ancient Indian uh, history also, in all the kingdoms, they used to have a, uh, you know, saint or a guru into their, um, uh, all their meetings and everything. Because 
anything we they used to do they also used to consult with their uh, guru or acharya or master as well to get a very uh, opinion which is very much uh, towards the welfare of all human beings so that's why uh, such a person such yogi uh, if that kind of a person uh, leads or goes into higher state they will be able to fulfill or do things much better way than what they are doing it i mean uh, even with a very uh, simple thing for a kid for a small child if he is very stable with a controlled mind he will be able to grasp things very quickly he will be able to uh, do things very nicely so it's it's never a, a you know a hurdle or a, like a, um, a stoppage when um, uh, between a person who is uh, reached to that state <clears throat> uh, for him it it's not a hurdle like uh, to live in this world he will be still able to perform all his work his duty he does that and that's how a jivan mukt yogi is a jivan mukt yogi he performs all the action it's not like he's running away from actions no running away doesn't happen they perform all their actions duties uh, and uh, for the welfare of the society and it and that's why like um, it it is and under them uh, only you know um, the real peace can happen in this world as well under their guidance if some somebody is leading like that then only peace can be uh, thought of like a uh, in the world else you yourself are not controlled then how much you can control other people so we we know uh, bhagwan ram as well that uh, like he we say he him like a, uh, you know um, a, a manjit as well like because whoever looks at him he controlled his mind the person who controlled his mind uh, then only he can control um, other other mind as well so it's it's something like that so then only like he can bring uh, peace all uh, things will be uh, you know free uh, from so it's not a, a like a hurdle or any uh, bottleneck it becomes very favorable and uh, for such a yogi yes um, it uh, because when he that yogi when he sees the other people into uh, you know struggling uh, in this world um, those saints uh, and people they um, um, with their thoughts with their experiences when they share it becomes like you know very motivational for us and it it actually uh, drives us if we uh, start listening to them it even uh, changes our life it transforms our life as well so that's why um, um, it say that like follow such uh, you know uh, saints or their teachings and uh, practices and then uh, into your life and uh, we have been doing that i mean all of the humanity uh, starts uh, following such uh, you know uh, people and time to time we have seen many such saints and people came and uh, adhyatma is actually becomes more helpful even when we say that there are four fruits in this uh, world what are those earth dharma kama and moksha 
So a yogi actually gets all the fruits. He enjoys that. He stays in the world, gets all the fruit, perform all its action. That's how, that's what even our master, Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj even uh, presented. He stayed in a family, fulfilled all his duties. Even uh, today, the uh, Vartamana Charsri also, he's doing everything. And with that, he also, you know, uh, uh, teaching this knowledge of Brahma Vidya. Anyway, he is already uh, to that state. Even Sadhguru Stafal Devji Maharaj, he, uh, you know, even though he attained, uh, like he put a lot of effort in reviving this knowledge. Uh, but after that, uh, he uh, did all his work, everything he did. So that's how, uh, you know, uh, yogi who reached to that state, his his actions, his everything becomes uh, favorable or welfare for all humanity, not even just for an individual or like a family or anything. It becomes for the whole humanity. So uh, it's uh, uh, in in this question, the one was like uh, the one point was like, um, is it uh, practical in real life to stay like Kamal in mud? Yes. It is practical. It's not impractical. And uh, practical is when you are uh, not imagining that state. See, uh, the problem what happens is many times we imagine that, okay, uh, I if I uh, do not associate myself with any uh, like actions, I'm not getting a fruit. No, it's not like that. That with your thinking doesn't happen. Because the tool which we have been given is to perform the karma, not to choose the fruit. It's, it's very clear from our ancient age that we have been given freedom to perform the actions, but not to choose the fruit. So how can we decide, okay, uh, for this karma, okay, I'm not associating myself, I'm not going to get any fruit. No. That is not happening. So um, that is why, uh, like, uh, you go into uh, uh, like a state. But when you reach to a state of uh, the uh, like this uh, state of pure mind, then what happens? Then mind itself is not uh, you know driving you to uh, through the with the fruit. And that is when is the actual uh, thing you reach when you are not associating with the fruit because you don't have any desire with that, but you are still performing all your actions. So it, you, you won't associate. I mean, a yogi does all his work. He lives with people, between people, but just like a Kamalwat. Because now, you know, uh, it's like if, uh, um, if we, we have seen uh, many females, they put a, a pot in their head and it's filled with water and they're walking also. How they can manage both things, the walking uh, as well as uh, their, uh, the pot do not fall from their head. It is like that. So when your consciousness reaches to that level, it never drops uh, uh, into the Prakati. Swamiji has said that even for such a yogi, even if he is not stabilized at a other higher state, but he falls and lies in Sushmana only. 
it can it don't uh, come back into uh, you know the prakriti's is that channel doesn't uh, drive him beyond, below that in vihangam yoga uh, practice that is where so when you are in the sushmana you, you don't get again trapped back into the prakriti and you know uh, get into this uh, mess uh, like again bondage and everything no so that's where it's he's able to manage both the things his one consciousness is always with uh, over there which is uh, you know keeping uh, he's enjoying that uh, bliss as well and he's performing his activity also so that is what the state even uh, many examples we have um, uh, mahashi durvasa ji he he used to eat only the dub one day like uh, all um, uh, the gopis i mean the uh, there are females they were taking food for krishna um, which was full of uh, you know kheer uh, which is made of some milk and uh, rice and uh, they uh, in the mid midway the rishi was like very uh, sitting and then he asked them uh, what are they carrying they told like we are carrying food for uh, uh, lord krishna then he told oh i am also hungry can you give me the food as well so they thought that oh this is kheer but rishi durvasa only eats dub it's like a kind of a, uh, grass or some other thing so but he asked them they cannot deny him and they uh, like uh, uh, gave him to eat that and he ate that afterward uh, uh, the these um, uh, the females they had to cross a big river and they didn't don't have any other way so they uh, requested uh, rishi that uh, what they can do how they will cross the river yamuna so the rishi told okay Uh, tell Yamuna that if I eat only dub, then give you the way. Now these females got completely puzzled. Oh, why he said that? When they went there and they said the same same thing to the Yamuna, Yamuna gave them a way. So the thing is that. state will automatically happen you will reach that state you cannot imagine that state so till we are into imagination uh, it is not a practical thing we will always feel oh it's not practical we feel that okay which this much of a trouble in this world and things you cannot become idol no it's not like that those who want they definitely if you keep your focus and uh, that's why we all need a Uh, Sadguru's uh, shelter, because this whole world will always have things to drive us, but the Sadguru always protects us and keep us always reminding. He will, uh, you know, uh, from inside, he will always remind and keep you on track. That's why we need a very much need of a master who himself is, you know, away from all these things. He can pull your consciousness. That's why a Sadguru is. pal me alag lakhave he has that much of energy to pull your consciousness in moments else there would not have been any need of a master or a guru or sadguru the sadguru is needed because we cannot ourselves put any type of effort to come out there are thousands or like a billions of way mind will get into this world so that's when you need a energy a sadguru who is between us and he will guide us 
to do things in this 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 way actually a sadguru does all the effort to you know make uh, like all the practices he takes the hard part with himself and gives us only a, a small chunk to do that's all even in vihangam yoga sadguru stapadeji maharaj made his proclamation that adbhut marag yoga vihangam main tumko batlaunga yadi vidhivat tum sadhan kariyo means practice just every day twice keep doing that it is my duty i know how to uh, like um, come uh, make you come out of these things it is i can i have that control so that's how sadguru dev helps us there are many things even uh, uh, once i was hearing uh, 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 shri namdev ji maharaj uh, one of the discourse sadguru you know work the actions of sadguru is even beyond what we see like see, as a human being if uh, i want to uh, i i'm a, i'm in need of some help i'll go to some person and he will help me right uh, he will uh, do whatever is needed but a sadguru does even beyond that beyond that means even where to take that where that soul has to take a birth so from there he can continue when i have to uh get him initiated sadguru's actions are e even from that zone which is actually making this whole universe uh, working from that zone he uh, you know changes things our prarabdh he uh, takes us in that way so that is why that is why sadguru dev can say the the only sadguru can say that it is my duty i can i will take you because if you if he don't have any control on uh, how to uh, you know um, uh, burn all our karmas how to get it burned you cannot do that then it will be like a kind of a saint's job okay i know the path i am telling you the path just practice and uh, you will also attend uh, sometime and he, he don't have a authority to tell you that okay no do this i will take you it is only sadguru because he has that much of control he has he has that whole thing with him and he has to you know make i mean he he, he has complete uh, control of thing he can take you in a moment also but even if he does that if we have those sanskaras with us we will come back again because see, there is something called vairagya unless until we have The, because the, that is where the soul uh, is free no uh, he can wish he can desire so till that desire of like uh, you know uh, into this world doesn't end completely he has to keep us and uh, you know do certain actions practice certain thing and uh, is going to satsang all those things is that because just to end all those desires completely from here it can that desire cannot end by like sadguru dev can pull you your consciousness but after pulling and taking you to that zone also you will come back again that is why that desire thing has to end and that's why all of these uh, you know sadguru's effort sadguru is taking so much of uh, pain he's uh, taking um, passing this energy from one um, uh, uh, body to another and uh, like uh, uh giving us enough time so that uh he is molding us 
and uh, getting us disassociated from here. So that's how the Sadhguru Dev uh, uh, energy is. So it's that's why we all need to take shelter of a master and uh, then follow his guidance. And we'll definitely achieve all this state. It is real. Even Sadhguru Sadapal Deji Maharaj has attained. Many saints have attained. If it is not like that, nothing. Uh, I mean, nobody would have said that. And uh, also, like those who have attained that kind of state, people have followed them. And it's in front of us. It's not something which is hidden or anything. People have followed them. So with this, uh, I'll uh, hand it back to Tanujaji and hope I answered uh, Tijinderji's question. Thank you. Thank you once again, Rajji. It's very well explained. We have now reached the last phase of today's workshop. In this phase, we chant the short version of Vandana, Aarti, and Shantipat. Vandana is a prayer through which we seek blessings of the Sadhguru. We request well-being of health, wealth, and seek his blessings for spiritual knowledge. I would now request Neetuji to sing the last few lines of Vandana. Thank you, Tanuja ji. Prabhu Kalp Sant Samaj Uttam Sarva Dharma Acharya Hai Jimina De Ashrit Sindhu Ke Hai Vishwapath Mai Karya Hai Prabhu Satya Sant Samaj Tera Aap Raksha Kijiye Jan Sada Fal Gyan Bhakti Vridhi Din Din Kijiye Boliye Sadguru Dev Bhagwan Ki Jai Over to you Tanuja Ji Thank you, Neetuji. Aarti is another prayer offered to the Sadhguru. Here we acknowledge the power of Al Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, love, and freedom from worries under his holy guidance. I request everybody to stand up for the Aarti. I request Neetuji to sing the last few lines of Aarti. Thank you, Tanujaji. Guru Murati Gati Chandrama Sevak Nayan Chakor Palak Palak Nirkhat Rahe Guru Murati Ki Or Shwet Shwet Mai Shwet Hai Shwet Shwet Mai Shwet Teen Pad Amrit Bhara Shwet Mahanad Shwet Ashta Chakra Sab Shunya Par Dhar Adhra Ke Paar Taha Sada Fal Ghar Kiya Bhooli Pada Sansar Boliye Sadguru Dev Bhagwan Ki Jai Over to you Tanuja Ji Thanks Neetu Ji 
the final prayer is shanti part in the shanti part we chant for peace for everyone who exists in this universe may sadguru dev bless the entire cosmos with peace love and prosperity i again request neetu ji to recite the last few lines of shanti part thank you tanuja ji he prabhu shanti swarup ho shanti shanti mai shanti 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 jan shanti ho purn shanti mai shanti he prabhu shanti pradan kar dur ho sarv ashanti dev sada phal shanti mai shanti shanti sukh shanti boliye sadguru dev bhagwan ki jai back to you tanuja ji thanks a lot neetu ji for the wonderful recitation of vandana aarti and shanti part our today's session ends here i would like to thank all of you for joining us and also encourage everybody to ponder over the topic we discussed today brief summary of today's discussion controlling our mind is like controlling the waves in an ocean the only way to make our mind pure and control our mind is to achieve and to achieve everlasting peace is through regular brahma vidya vihangam yoga meditation so that's the summary and we all have to be regular in our meditation to be able to achieve the purity of mind navy has been conducting the sunday telephonic satsangs and vihangam yoga initiation workshops all over the us and north america over the last few years any queries relating to this can be sent to an email info@vihangamyoga.org i would also like to thank everyone along with raj ji and lalmani ji for their valuable contribution in today's session see you all next sunday at 9:30 am est on the same bridge line have a wonderful day ahead and jai sat gurudev